Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Always enjoy hearing from Mr. Cousineau. And uh, Frank, yesterday, big news. Uh, Rush Limbaugh announced that uh, he, he had an advanced stage of uh, lung cancer. What, what, what do you make about this and why did he make this announcement now? Well, to, first of all, uh, lung cancer is one of the you know one of the most prevalent uh, forms of cancer in both men and women, um, and very often um, the, it, it doesn't really manifest until it hits stage four, unless someone's doing certain routine screenings, particularly cancer profile or the uh, Navarro test, it may not show up until it is. Uh, late stage. In terms of, uh, of why he would uh, come out now and announce it, uh, it may very well be that he didn't want uh, for <laughs> to, to just die and no one knows uh, why, yeah. whereas he can uh, focus now on, on trying to treat it and also uh, communicate with, uh, with, with his audience and continue his work and who knows, maybe someone else will step in to fill that, that, that void that will be created when, uh, when, when he's no longer here. And it, we've seen some, some situations where even conventional uh, oncology can uh, put some cancers into remission. Um, and so that's obviously what we're, we're hoping. I think he would improve his chances if he would turn to one of the integrative physicians and you know there's there's conventional oncology there's alternative cancer therapy and the majority of the the physicians on the alternative cancer side actually do some of some of both they rely heavily on the alternative but they integrate those elements of conventional therapy uh, that they deem would be appropriate in a, in a particular situation uh, so uh, you know it's hard to speculate as to uh, the outcome in in his case, uh, we've seen some very high-profile people that uh, did only conventional and succeeded, and we've seen some, uh, and I think the majority of them maybe do well for a little while, and then then of course go go, go downhill. So we're, uh, we're we're we will be following this uh, with great great interest. We have got a uh, great guest with us today, of course, uh, the president of the Cancer Control Society, Frank Cousineau, with us today. He uh, joins us live here on our big broadcast, and his organization is going to be holding its 47th annual cancer convention this coming Labor Day weekend. That's August 31st, September 1 and September 2 at the Hilton Hotel in Glendale, California, part of Los Angeles. And it's open to the public with reasonable costs involved each day. And uh, so... With, with with this Rush Limbaugh announcement, uh, what what do you? Th- he said something about how he's assembled a team of doctors. He's going to be undergoing uh, treatment, things like this. Uh, kind of give us a preview of what you think will be happening. I I really think that uh, the 
primary focus in, in his case will probably be uh, radiation and, and chemotherapy or some of the, what they refer to now as uh, immunotherapy uh, drugs. Um, they're not, not exactly what, what we consider uh, immunotherapy, uh, but they target uh, certain, certain aspects of the, the immune system, shut off, turn on, um, and the difference between the way they do it and the way people on, on our alternative integrative side do it is uh, the negative consequences from just the therapy itself on the conventional side uh, can very often be you know, more severe uh, than, than the, the ones that go to the integrative alternative side. Uh, and, of course, the other thing is that some of those actually lead to uh, early, early death. Uh, and there's no doubt in my mind that he's going to have some of the biggest and brightest in conventional uh, medicine. Uh, but, the, again, the, that, that branch of medicine just limits itself to certain, certain combinations of surgery, radiation, and chemotherapy. Uh, right now, it, it sounds as if uh, his is beyond a surgical uh, approach. Uh, because usually if they find it in what they, they consider early or soon enough, they'll, they'll go in and attempt to, to cut it out. And uh, we have no, no information or knowledge to assume that that's been the case uh, with, with Rush Limbaugh. Uh, so, again, my take on it with just as limited uh, information that, as we have, it will be some, some form of uh, excuse me, radiation and or chemotherapy with some of the newer drug regimen. And, and again, the, the, the pharmaceutical drug uh, regimen uh, very often have what, what they, they call side effects. I just call them direct negative consequences or direct effects that are sometimes worse than the disease itself. Um, but there have been some success stories uh, using those methods, and, and again, as, as with the Cancer Control Society, we applaud and rejoice at any successfully treated uh, cancer patient. That's fantastic. We have got uh, Frank Kuzno with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. Now, if, uh, let's say, for instance, through this, through this whole thing, let's say behind the scenes, uh, Rush were to have reached out to you and, and, and your society, um, what would you recommend as far as alternative treatment, things that he could do that would be a lot better than radiation? Because in, in some cases, radiation does more damage than it, uh, than it helps. Very, very true. Um, I, would, uh, I would first see what, is he, what would he likely do, what could he do, uh, my first choice would be one of the uh, Mexican clinics in the Tijuana area, Baja California, across the border from, from San Diego. Um, if uh, kind of second to that, if he absolutely wanted to stay in, in the United States, there's, uh, there's a handful of physicians that I think could take him and utilizing perhaps uh, fractionated, uh, in some cases, fractionated radiation, in other words, a low dose and not as, as intensive, so you don't get the negative consequences, but you get whatever benefit could, could come from that. 
Uh, and they have, you know, they've learned how to pinpoint so there's less collateral damage. Um, the My main disagreement with the way, uh, you know, chemotherapy is applied uh, today is that it's uh, so intense and they spread it out over such a long time that by the time they realize they've used too much, it's, it's too late. Um, and... Where, where radiation can be helpful is where there's a life-threatening situation uh, that you can't reach any other way. For instance, on the spine or some, something in the brain that is so large uh, that, that the patient is, is, is about to, to die and you, you have to do something. Well, with, with radiation, if you pinpoint and you blast, you, instead of doing it every day for, for four, five, six weeks, uh, you know, maybe two or three days in a row or every other day for a week and then stop and see the, the results. Because that's the thing with radiation. It takes anywhere from two or three days to two or three weeks to see the results. So that if you keep going day after day after day, five days a week for uh, four or five weeks, as I say, you get, uh, you get beyond the, the helpful part and you go into uh, to, to damaging uh, the, the patient where he, he may not have the cancer, but he dies because he can't recover from, from the therapy. Uh, the other thing I would uh, certainly tell him is that uh, uh, there's one of the things that really been effective, even with lung cancer over the years, is what, what we call laetrile, vitamin B17, or amygdalin, as it occurs in, in nature. Uh, it's in over 1,200 fruit seeds, nuts, um, and it's the nitrilicide family of, of, of foods, uh, stone fruits, peach, apricot, um, and apricot seeds. Most people may have heard of apricot seeds, and amygdalin is extracted from those seeds, and it can be given intravenously. It can be given uh, orally. Again, in, intravenously uh, gets it there uh, quicker. Uh, yes, it releases cyanide and benzaldehyde where the cancer is, uh, but not where the healthy tissue is. Um, and uh, you know, so that would be kind of the uh, the, the start. Vitamin C, turmeric, um, poly MVA, hyperthermia. Hyperthermia is is where the the whole body is, is heated up anywhere from one and a half to three, in some cases, four degrees centigrade in a controlled situation, and the heat itself either destroys the cancer or weakens it so that it's more susceptible to any therapy that's used, whether it's conventional or, or, or alternative. Um, and, you know, vitamin D, vitamin A, the, a lot of those uh, selenium, another uh, anti-cancer uh, properties um, in, a, in a mineral form, and those things would even improve the outcome if, if he decides to go uh, conventional, and it sounds as if that's, that's what he's done, and we'll, we'll know eventually, uh, but by integrating these, these other elements, primarily natural elements, it, 
it enhances the outcome of the conventional therapy. It mitigates the negative effects, the direct negative consequences from the conventional therapy, and um, and I think has the highest uh, degree of uh, potential to actually reverse it, put it into remission uh, to the point where, who knows, he could another 20 years or more. Well, and well, Frank, I've, I've got to take a brief time out. Hold the line, please, my friend, because I, I, I want to chat with you a little bit more about this topic. We are going to take a brief time out. We are speaking with uh, our good friend, Frank Cousineau, and uh, he joins us live. He is the uh, head of the, uh, he's the president of the Cancer Control Society. We've got more coming up on the other side with my good friend, Frank Cousineau, back here in a few moments. with us today he joins us live here on our big program he is absolutely amazing and i am uh, happy that we are able to get him on today where we were talking in our previous segment about uh, rush limbaugh and his uh, recent uh, diagnosis of advanced lung cancer and uh, frank cousineau of course is the president of the cancer control society his organization is going to be holding its 47th annual cancer convention this coming labor day weekend that's august 31 september 1 september 2 at the hilton hotel in glendale california part of los angeles it's open to the public it's got reasonable costs involved each day and of course uh, it's a fabulous cancer convention every year from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily, a great chance to learn about the prevention, control of cancer through nutrition, tests, non-toxic therapies, and so much more. And our guest today, of course, is Frank Cousineau. He's ready to tell us as much as we should know about cancer and how he got involved with the wonderful host organization many years ago. Now, you mentioned uh, in the last segment about some of these different treatments um, run it down for us as, as far as what some of these alternatives, if, if folks have cancer or if they have advanced uh, cancer, what can they do? What is an alternative to basically chemotherapy and the, the rigmarole that the uh, standard medical world gives us? What, what are some alternatives here that folks can uh, pursue, Frank, and, and how do they go about doing that? Well, I think the uh, some of the things I mentioned that what Rush Limbaugh could do uh, is would would fit in would help uh, answer that. The um, the the natural uh, alternatives, whether it's lead, or vitamin C, uh, selenium, uh, turmeric, curcumin, uh, those those kind of things. Um, those are elements. They're not ends in themselves. Um, there really needs to be uh, examine the foods that people are eating when they're diagnosed um, and look at the foods that contribute to cancer and the foods that, uh, at the very least, don't promote cancer. Uh, and there are plenty of foods that uh, will actually uh, attack cancer and other general diseases, for that matter, uh, you have people like Dr. Patrick Quillen, Dr. Michael Murray, uh, who have uh, newsletters, written books. Uh, Mark Hyman, uh, functional medicine, uh, has techniques and, and programs, dietary programs uh, that practical, things that people can do. Um, I, I think the 
in most cases, uh, three or four weeks at an alternative or integrative cancer clinic. My first choice would be Mexico. Uh, second would be somewhere in the U.S. Um, and then there's always always Germany and, and Europe. There's other other clinics in, in Europe, not just uh, not just Germany. But um, and the reason I favor Mexico, say first over U.S., is that there are still things that can be done comfortably in Mexico, legally in Mexico, uh, than than in the United States. There's still some limitations, uh, and particularly where it may not be strictly illegal to do something, but physicians are, are a little leery just because the, the type of scrutiny that it may attract just makes it harder to practice medicine. So they're, they're, they're very, very careful what they do. Um, and I think that some, sometimes people have a perception, for instance, that maybe the Mexican doctors aren't as good as, as ours. Well, I'd like to point out that they all go to the uh, money. Most of them go to the same medical schools. Uh, they study from the same textbooks, so they all get the same, uh, say, basic education. Uh, and then the difference is, is that after they become physicians and they do their internships and, and and all those things, they do and they study more on the the supplement, herb, and food which foods and how to select and how to prepare those foods. Uh, and a good source uh, for that, cancercontrolsociety.org, um, uh, people like Ty Bollinger, ttac.com, the truth about uh, cancer, uh, the series that he's put together are phenomenal with the information, the interviews that he has conducted all over the world. So he has interviewed... Uh, some of the, the best qualified, best educated, best credentialed uh, physicians literally all over the world. Uh, and those are, are places to get information. Also mentioned Cancer Tutor, uh, uh, you know, dot com. These are resources uh, for people to learn that they actually have options. Um, you know, 40... Forty-some years ago, when I got involved, uh, there there really were very few options: uh, surgery, radiation, chemotherapy. If you wanted the alternative, there was, you know, a very very small group of physicians in the U.S. Uh, there was the Dr. Contreras and a couple of others in Tijuana. Uh, there were Philippines, Japan, uh, Italy, and and in Germany using these methods. And, for instance, uh, uh, most people are not aware that Ronald Reagan was treated by Dr. Hans Nieper with Laetrile, um in Germany. And uh, so there's very good history, there's very good science uh, uh, behind uh, these, these therapies. Uh, so uh, encourage uh, people to go to cancercontrolsociety.org. Uh, and I would like to point out that we're in the process of uh, renovating the cancer control website, and we're we're going to be uh, improving our membership program. Uh, so if people go right now and and they don't see what they want, please revisit uh, periodically until we get it 
all uh, renovated and, and up to date. Uh, the, the other thing I, I did want to mention that uh, the highlight of the 2019 convention uh, can kind of, the, the two main uh, things were, first of all, recovered cancer patients. Uh, second was the uh, food and lifestyle. And for instance, recovered cancer patients, uh, the highlight, James Templeton, 20-year uh, melanoma survivor, utilizing alternative therapies. Uh, Rick Hill, uh, 45 years recovery from an, an embryonal testicular cancer. Uh, Peter Starr, I think, I think it's been at least 15 years uh, since, since he uh, looking, studying uh, physicians around the world, same thing. Uh, that Ty Bollinger did before he decided on, on his program. Uh, and, you know, one of the things, there are books available on all of these topics. And one of my favorite, uh, Carolyn Gross of Southern California, Treatable and Beatable, how she took her breast cancer, uh, refused. Yes, we have, uh, we have interviewed her on several occasions. She is phenomenal. She is phenomenal. Um, you know, so uh, plus we at our annual convention, we always do an hour with uh, about 20 patients getting up and very quickly within that that hour uh, telling their stories, what what kind of cancer, what they did, how they're doing, and we give each one is a, somewhere between a minute and a half, two minutes, and uh, we squeeze 20 or more in in an hour, successfully treated cancer patients. Some of them have come back 10, 15 years. Uh, I think we've had a few, 20, plus the others that I mentioned. Um, and then the, the other highlight was the talking about food and, and lifestyle. And food, one of the, uh, again, expert in that area, Anne Louise Gittleman, uh, now I think uh, generally referred to as the First Lady of Nutrition. Um, not only her books and her newsletter and her lectures, but talks about food, how to pr select food, how to prepare it uh, for, for health. Restore health if you have disease, cancer, other diseases, and then how to maintain it. I already mentioned uh, Michael Murray and, and Pat Quillen with their books, their programs that people can follow, and they all try to do it so that it's practical. Um, if you don't have a lot of money to go to one of the clinics, the information for you to, to do this on your own at home is available. It may not be the easiest, but um, it, it has a, a fair number of successes. Uh, the other thing, lifestyle, things you can do. If, if going to the gym is, is beyond you or, or really not, not appealing, I would refer people to Dr. Jared Popejoy and the Nordic Walking uh, our uh, Nordic walking system, uh, you can get information online, and using, even if you can only do it in your home, if, if you can't go very far, you can use that system at home, walking up and down the hallway until you get well enough or strong enough where you can walk around the block. Um, and these are among the things that people learn, for instance, when they, they come to come to our convention, um, exhibits, and, and our exhibitors 
either have uh, the products or services that can help people pretty much with whatever disease they may have. You know, obviously cancer is the focus because I think that's the thing that frightens people the most. Um, and it's the hardest for even conventional medicine to handle long-term. You know, cardiovascular uh, disease, a lot of times they can keep people alive with pharmaceutical products. Uh, quality of life issues are certainly, I think, limited. But cancer, the timeline for, for a cancer patient is just very short. Yes, um, yes. As, as I'm sure you and your audience uh, well know. We've got Frank Kuzno with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. Now, I remember a few years ago, might have been last year, uh, you did a a tour or something of, of some of the clinics. Talk, talk to us a little bit about this. Uh, the uh, we One of the things that we do are tours of the Tijuana Cancer Clinics. Yes. And the reason we picked the, the Tijuana Clinics is because... Uh, People can get on the phone easily and call um, anybody in the U.S. They can go and visit. Uh, you don't need a passport. Going to Mexico now, of course, you need, first you need a passport. Second of all, there are perceptions that um, I don't think are, are necessarily uh, true. People are afraid to go. Well, we take a, a very comfortable busload of people across the border, and we'll visit in one day. We can visit uh, uh, four clinics. It's really tough to try to get more than that, but we'll spend an hour and a half at, at one of the clinics, uh, some small, some large. Uh, some have a whole bunch of doctors. Some have uh, a one or two doctors, uh, but each one has its own healing personality, but we'll spend one day. We'll go to each one. You get to see the facility. You get to meet the physicians. Uh, you get sometimes there are even patients that are there, so you get to interact uh, with with the patients. Uh, we provide lunch and snacks, and uh, and then you know obviously move on to the to the next one. It is all day. We leave Los Angeles around 7:30 in the morning, and we get back around 11 11:30 um, in the evening. Um, but people in a a comfortable uh, controlled environment get to see what's actually there. They get to see. Wow, Tijuana is uh, is a big metropolitan center with about a million and a half people. Uh, they go to work. They go to school. The children go to school. Some of them get picked up by their parents. Some of them walk home. Yes, yeah, middle of the day, late, or you know, in the afternoon. School children walking home on the streets um, and and that's not an image that I think most people see when the, when you, you mention Mexico or, or Tijuana or something that way so that's what we try to do is is show the options and do it in a, a comfortable uh, way so uh, people feel good about it I, I think that is fantastic and I think the some of the work that you do with this organization is absolutely amazing because, uh, like you mentioned earlier, a lot of folks they'll they'll get 
they'll get that diagnosis and they think, well, I need to start digging my grave right now. And uh, you and your organization have proven over the years that uh, there are ways to beat it, fix it, help it, prevent it, everything. And that's our goal. That's our well. That's our mission is to do that. Frank Cousineau with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast, and uh, he has got just an amazing organization. Um, give us some some more highlights of each day. How many speakers do you have? What are some of the highlights? Like some of the movies that are shown. Uh, fill, fill us in on this. Okay. We, we have, uh, as you mentioned, uh, about uh, 9 to uh, 7 or 8 o'clock at night um, with breaks for uh, to visit exhibitors and, and, of course, lunch and dinner. Um, and among some of the speakers, of course, I uh, mentioned uh, James Templeton, Rick Hill, uh, Peter Starr. We have a number of the uh, Tijuana clinics, uh, you know, Dr. Alvarez, Dr. Contreras, uh, Dr. James from from Juarez, Dr. Jimenez, Dr. Rodriguez, and plus others. Um, and in U.S., we have people like Dr. Ferry, Akbarpour. Um, very often we'll have Dr. Winkler. Both of them are located here in California, Dr. Lee Aaron Keneally. Um, and we're, we're always looking to, you know, broaden that, that number those, so that people get to meet uh, different people uh, we have people talking, again, about food. Anne Louise uh, Gittleman this year was a, a very big one. Um, and, and then, the, when we, again, when we emphasize food, some, some people are, are vegetarian. Some are what we call vegan, which is the kind of even more, more vegan than, than just vegetarian. And we have some people that are omnivores that generally eat, uh, kind of everything that's, that's available, um, except some of the things that uh, they eat in, in the Orient, we don't necessarily recommend <laughs> those things, but uh, with, with good, clean, uh, you know, beef, poultry, um, even in some cases, uh, clean, uh, organic, uh, grass-fed pork, um, and the reasons behind why those things are, are acceptable under certain conditions uh, but we have people that are comfortable with that that can help individuals say, I can do that. I can eat those foods. Some people can do vegetarian or vegan without just from today to the next and, and go do it. And they're, they're happy. They, know, they learn how to prepare the food. And, and I think that's, that's a lot of it is, is having food that not only uh, tastes good, but it, it looks good so when you, you see it, you anticipate the joy of, of eating good food. Yes. And, and most of us um, enjoy eating. Uh, some, some of us uh, maybe eat too much sometimes, but it's, it's something that we enjoy. So let's look at the things that, that uh, are good for us and are available, and here's how to prepare them so that you have balance and uh, in, in both the types of food and the, those, the elements that come from food, our nutrition, our amino acids, our minerals, our vitamins, that we get as much as we can with food, and then we'll supplement with 
uh, tablets and capsules, uh, in some cases powders. Um, and, you know, I, I think that some, we, I think of when I go to Japan, and we just, we had a very successful uh, convention in, in Japan, number 25. We've been doing this in Japan now for 25 years. Wow. Um, Aki Moriyama, uh, the firm sensei, uh, has took this on, uh, doing it over there. But when you go to, you sit down at a, a traditional uh, Japanese uh, meal, um, if it's just a brief meal, sometimes breakfast, there may be a half a dozen different uh, foods, relatively small proportions, but different foods that, that provide a certain balance. Um, and the larger meals, the more formal meals, there's probably a dozen, in some cases even more, but a dozen different foods in reasonable quantities that all provide some element of a balanced nutritional meal. And I can tell you they're, they're attractive to see them, they're delicious to eat, and whether they have, uh, have meat or animal protein or strictly uh, fruits, vegetables, uh, legumes, those things, they taste good. And uh, you come away with a very satisfied, um, and, and I think that that's one of the reasons that contributes to uh, Japanese longevity, particularly the people on, on Okinawa, which is a little different because it's isolated uh, island uh, way south uh, where the, you know, the air and, and everything, I think, is a little bit more pure. They don't have the industrial uh, part. Uh, but even the other areas on the Japanese mainland, um, you see a lot of uh, octogenarians, nonagenarians, uh, people in, in their, their, their hundreds. And it has to do with, the, I think, a lot of it with the way they eat. Um, and then, of course, the, the, the lifestyle. They get some exercise. A lot of them walk. And... Uh, and and, and so we, we contrast that with, with the U.S. Uh, with fast food um, and, and some of the other, other things um, and even the ones that'll, that, that may be healthy. They'll, they'll go out and they'll do the heavy, heavy exercise, go to the gym every day or so, but um, they, they focus on one element, but they don't, don't always integrate all of the ones that contribute to a uh, long and long and healthy healthy lifestyle, uh, and I like to tell people that when it comes to to say say fast food, um, it's not the first Big Mac or or Burger King or, or sandwich from 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 Carl Jr. that nor the last one that that, that kills you. It's all the ones in between. And, um, well, you mentioned a, a very important point there. You were talking about, you know, folks who, who walk and go to the gym and things like this. Um, what should people be doing when they go to the gym? What, 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 what are some of the things that you've, you've discovered over the years and different speakers that, that have said things back and forth? The, um, I, I think the key is to do something that, first of all, is, is comfortable that you can do. On a on a fairly regular basis, uh, we've had speakers that will come in and 
and say, you know, focus on the on the walking or the or the running, the the, the treadmill. Uh, the other exercise devices where you're doing uh, upper body, lower body, um, and and then there are the specialists that uh, do that have have programs. Um, uh, you know, Nick Delgado, uh, for instance, Dr. Delgado, is is a, a world class. Uh, you know, the the weightlifter, the the push ups, the the sit ups, the things that uh, uh, that develop uh, the body. Tremendous. He comes and he talks. He tells people how to do it. Here's how you eat. Here's how you supplement. But here's how you exercise. Uh, Mark Houston, another one uh, I think I always like uh, to hear him talk in, in his books. Uh, Mark is a cardiologist, a part of the integrative school at Baylor University, uh, excuse me, not Baylor, uh, in, in, in Tennessee. Um, oh, gosh, my name, but the, the Vanderbilt. At, he's in the uh, integrative medicine school at Vanderbilt University in, in Tennessee, and he has not only the nutritional supplement programs, but he has exercise regimen uh, to depend on what you want want to accomplish. And the what I really appreciate about people like like Mark Houston, Mark Hyman, uh, and some of these others is they will, particularly the MDs that are actually still practicing medicine, because they 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 have their case histories, and they'll tell this business executive or this worker came in with all of these these conditions and he's taking these meds and 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 all of those and they'll they'll say particularly with with cardiovascular they may they come in on uh on a statin drug or or they the case is reviewed and it says all right you need a statin for about two weeks maybe three they take them off that they put them on a supplement regimen a moderate diet uh exercise regimen and they tell them here's what you need to eat uh mimi guarneri at uh it's at scripts in, in san diego is another one cardiologist uh also is affiliated with the uh the, the fellows in the integrative oncology uh but they talk to people about food exercise and um and supplementation uh so it's it's a it's a combination uh there are no magic bullets um, and and no single therapy seems to work in every case uh, but that's what the physicians that we know that come and speak at our convention that's what they're able to present uh, you know year after year and and we always have some that were spoke the year before and then we always bring in in some new people that either we haven't heard before or maybe we haven't heard for a few years. Fantastic. We have got uh, Frank Cousineau with us today. And, Frank, you're always a wealth of information. I appreciate you making time for us today. And uh, if people want to find more information on the web or, or get a hold of you, how do they do that exactly? Uh, the, the quickest way, cancercontrolsociety.org, .org, cancercontrolsociety.org. And on there, they have the, the, the resources, the information. Uh, they have the telephone number. Uh, they have the uh, email link. Uh, and just 
the telephone number, area code 323-663-7801, cancercontrolsociety.org. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate it, Frank, and uh, I definitely will be in touch as we uh, get ready for the uh, for the new convention, Labor Day weekend. And uh, thanks for being with us today, and thanks for giving us a lot of good information. Thank you, my man. Always appreciate being with you and your audience. Definitely. Frank, have, you, have yourself a wonderful, wonderful week. God bless, my friend. There he goes, the fantastic Frank Cousineau. And that wraps it up here. From our big program. We'll see you next time. Peace! And I'm out of the past. Check out one of the most fantastic deals out there for nurses. Attention nurses. NursingTutorNetwork.com Check out 954. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.